0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Rage Quit, the video game discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am the host of Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, I'm basically kind of now wondering about a supposed video game that was in the works but was ultimately canceled. And ladies and gentlemen, I must stress to you that what is so particularly interesting about this supposed video game was that it was supposed to be a video game about Dirty Harry. Basically, it was a Dirty Harry video game. Although, honestly, it was not the first Dirty Harry game that was, spo- that was to come out, because there was actually one that came out in 1990, and I'll talk a little bit about that in a little bit, but there's honestly not much to say about that particular game, because I know nothing about it. But, because I had never heard of it until today, as I was doing research for this episode. But yes, because I remember when I was a freshman in high school, there was all these rumors about a dirty Harry video game coming out, and then all of a, and then you know, and then I stopped thinking about it. And then after like two, three years later, I all of a sudden that popped into my head. I said, "Huh? Well, the game never came out. What ended up happening?" And then it said that it was canceled, and I don't particularly re- recall the reason. Although I am trying to find out as I'm doing this episode. But yeah, there was actually a game that was in development by, by um, an American video game developer known as The Collective, and it was supposed to be published by Warner Brothers Interactive, and I believe the game was set to be released in 2007. It was supposed to come out for the PlayStation 3 as well as the Xbox 360, but it did not come out. You know, now, I, I mean, honestly, and now I ask myself, what, what it, would it have worked out? If, if if the game actually had been had been released, like would would it have been a success? You know, you know, there's many different opinions about it, but I'm sure some people would say yes, some people would say no. I mean, in my case, I'm a huge fan of Clint Eastwood. I'm a huge fan of the Dirty Harry films. I've seen all of them numerous times. I love them. The stories are interesting. Ha- Inspector Harry Callahan of the San Francisco Police Department is one of the most interesting characters I've ever seen in, in cinema history. Very unique. And, you know, the kind of police officer that, that he that he portrays, you know, a guy who doesn't follow the simple police protocols, a dude who kind of lays down the law in, in his own way. You know, in, in Inspector Callahan's world, if you've seen the Dirty Harry films, you know that in, in, in Inspector ha- Harry Callahan's world, Rapists, serial killers, child molesters, violent murderers—about that, they—they don't, they don't deserve to live. I mean, yeah, yeah. If you know, if you've seen the films, like you, you know the kind of officer that Inspector Harry Callahan is. Huh. I mean, quite unique. I mean, that that line in the first film, in the in the first one in 1971, when he says the law is crazy in that in that particular scene, where after they capture Scorpio, make him confess to kidnapping the girl. The girl, the girl ends up dying, but they, the court they're they're forced to release him once he's out of the hospital because apparently that you know, could, if you've seen the film, you remember like apparently uh, Harry and uh, in, in this San Francisco PD seizing uh, Scorpio's rifle and you know searching his uh, the bedroom where he slept in Kizar Stadium was considered quote illegal. Although there's a little bit of uh, things that they got wrong about that, which we don't need to get to because you know I don't want to get too political or kind of get uh, too uh, off point, but. But, yeah, but the point is, you know, when, when Harry says the law is crazy because, you know, that, that, that's what it basically shows that, you know, he does things his way and, you know, he, he, he lays down the law. He, you know, he protects and serves, you know, in, in his own way. And in his case, you know, it's about being a nightmare to the criminals who terrorize the city because he knows that the city officials do not make the effort to put those criminals away to, to like, you know, to take you know, to take care of the situation. So that's why Inspector Callan takes matters into his own hands. I mean, sometimes I would ask, like, can you blame the guy? He's doing his job. He's an officer. It's to maintain law and order. It's to protect the citizens. And if the city if the city doesn't do it, then... And if the police department doesn't do a good job or doesn't make enough effort, then he's going to take matters into his own hands. I mean, yeah, you know, that just, that, that just shows how much of a badass Clint Eastwood's always been in his Hollywood films. I mean, quite, quite frankly, when it comes to Clint Eastwood, folks, even though I'm getting a, a bit more off-point... I don't remember a Clint Eastwood film that was that was awful. There's probably no such thing as an awful Clint Eastwood film. Whether, he's di- whether he directed it or whether he starred in it, Clint Eastwood is a true Hollywood legend and he always will be. One of my absolute favorites of all time. No doubt about it. Okay. So now going back to understanding... Okay. So according to this, the game... It was said to be a third-person shooter game. But apparently the... The game never went through because of issues involving the development. Hmm. And apparently, according to this, it was not, they were actually close to actually being done. But well, it was actually okay. So it was in development by two uh, by two softwares. Actually, one of them w- w- was by the collective, like I just said, by two developers, I should say. The collective, and that they were meant to do the, the versions for the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3, but another saw so, another developer, a Sensory Sweep, had intended to do to make the game for the Nintendo DS, the PlayStation 2, and the Nintendo Wii. Hmm. But apparently, something about developmental kits didn't meet expectations, and and. Honestly, even and Clint Eastwood was you know was re- re- reprising his role. I mean, they were going to use the likeness from the nineteen seventy one Dirty Harry film. He was going to lend his voice, and and I'm actually and, and I was actually um, excited for that when, when I learned that Clint Eastwood would be reprising the role because I I told myself if Clint Eastwood is not portraying Inspector Harry Callahan, the game is not going to be good. If you're going to do anything with Dirty Harry, Clint Eastwood has to be involved. Okay because if he's not in it, if he's, if his voice is, if he's not voicing him, or if the likeness is not being used, it's not going to be authentic. If they were to make a dirty hairy video game, the, one of the top requirements of the game is it must have legitimate authenticity. And I say that with great heart and great passion. It has to have legitimate authenticity. Why? Because you know you're making a video game based on one of Hollywood's you know most classical masterpieces. So, in other words, it has to be done correctly. I mean, because if not, then what's the point? Honestly, when you think about it, if it's not going to be done that way, it's pointless. It's got to be authentic. So, and Clint Eastwood was actually, he was heavily involved uh, according uh, to this. But it goes, honestly, way more than that as well. I believe uh, Malpaso uh, Studios or Production, whatever it's called, yeah, Malpaso Productions, which, which I believe... Is owned by by Clint Eastwood. I'm actually going to try to double-check on that right now. But, you know, they were actually heavily involved in it. And according to what I've researched, you know, even Clint Eastwood himself was excited about this project and was honestly truly hoping that that the project would come through, but uh, it didn't. Yeah, Malpaso Productions is Clint Eastwood's production company. He established it back in 1967. It's actually headquartered in Burbank, California. So, yeah, I, I think it's still there. So... <clears throat> yeah so uh, they were heavily involved in it, which which makes sense cuz you know you, you think of you know Inspector Callahan you, know, you think you think of Clint Eastwood more than anything I mean Clint Eastwood made that character what you know the icon it is today in in Hollywood cinema history so uh so now that we go through that like you know I've seen the trailer the trailer of the game is very interesting it kind of basically starts out you, you see these clips of of the city of San Francisco and there's like a speech by the, the mayor of the city. He's harshly criticizing the San Francisco Police Department. And, you know, he's like basically saying like how the people of San Francisco will not stand for this, how they deserve answers. And like I said, he's harshly criticizing the, the San Francisco Police Department for failing to stop crime. And based on the speech, you hear the mayor say, and I quote, The San Francisco Police Department has failed to apprehend the Gemini Killer, end quote. So that tells me that, obviously, there's another serial killer on the loose, because according to what I've researched, the Dirty Harry video game, it says that it was supposed to continue the story from, from the 1971 film, but it also says specifically that the game was supposed to take place between the, the first film, Dirty Harry, and Magnum Force. So that tells me after Scorpio uh, has been been killed, another serial killer arrives in San Francisco and starts terrorizing the city. And of course, the San Francisco Police Department, you know, not doing a good job or not not doing enough to apprehend the killer, and the mayor fed up with it is you know is, is, is like is you know harshly criticizing them. And there's a part in the game where the the mayor says, and I quote, "If the police will not protect us, we will protect ourselves." Unquote. So, yeah, it just shows you know again you know how Harry you know how the the San Francisco Police Department is so incompetent, and you know he takes matter into his own hands and. Again, you know, like, Harry lays down the law and order, you know, in, in his own way. So, that's just the way it's supposed to go. So, really, yeah, but it, but the trailer is, is pretty badass. Kind of shows a little bit of clip views, you know, Harry, you know, basically striking fear into the criminals who dare to mess with him and mess with the city, you know. And, of course, it, the trailer kind of ends with him doing his very famous line, you know, do I feel you know? Do, I know what you're thinking. You're you're, you're thinking he Did he, he fire? his only five, six shots and or five or whatever, and then he says, "Well, do I feel lucky?" I mean, yeah. It ends with with this famous quote, and that's the best way to end the trailer, anyway. But but honestly, the uh, the fact that the game was be in third person, you know, I'm asking like, was it gonna be something similar to Grand Theft Auto? Uh, but I'm not entirely sure. I mean, maybe, but. Again, you know, I never saw any gameplay, any screenshots of the gameplay. Like, there, w- there wasn't enough for me to be convinced if the game was going to work out or not, uh, other than the fact that I, I state specifically if Clint Eastwood's not voicing the character, if his appearance, is, if, if his likeness and appearance from the original film is not correct, it's not going to be authentic. And again, the most important thing is the game required legitimate authenticity in order to make the game exciting because. There's a lot of video game fans out there that are fans of these old-school Hollywood films, especially like Clint East- especially the Clint Eastwood films. So. Yeah, and honestly, and quite frankly, if-, if the game wasn't been done like that, if, if legitimate authenticity was not done, I would have thought it-, it would be an insult to the legacy and the impact of the film that the film has had on the film industry since then. I mean, even to this day... The, the Dirty Harry film series are still considered Hollywood masterpieces. They're considered classics. Because I mentioned earlier, I still watch the films. I love them. I don't get bored of them. And most people who were fans of the old school Hollywood films like that, they don't get bored of them either because they just have that impact. And the plots, the acting, it's a whole lot different than it is today. I mean, quite frankly, I say it's sad that Hollywood can't make films like that anymore. But if you want my honest opinion, even the idea of thinking of making a, a Dirty Harry remake... I honestly think that it would not work out because, one, again, you you can't beat a classic. And number two, you know, the film is so iconic. they They can't even find a suitable actor for the main role for Inspector Callan. So honestly, if they were to make a remake, it would be an embarrassment and an abject failure. Ladies and gentlemen, Rage Quit is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, And YouTube. Thank you very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see y'all next time. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat.